everyone, and welcome to Wind Down Wednesday, episode 27. I will be teaching an eight-week course through Zoom about exploring, it's called Exploring the, Sh the Chakras. I can't talk tonight. And um, we're going to be doing a lot of fun, interactive stuff. We're going to be talking and learning about the chakras. We're going to be learning to work with the energy in our chakras, and we're going to be using sound and meditation to help bring ourselves more fully into the chakras, especially the lower chakras of the body that tend to be a little bit stagnant in mo most of us. So you can learn more about that and also register for that on my website. Okay, so tonight we are going to talk about expectations. And this summit that's coming up this weekend, this is, I was a little bit at a loss for um, a topic this week because I've been so wrapped up in this summit that's coming this weekend. And I've been preparing for this as a presenter for several months now. So it's a little bit, there's a lot of anticipation going on. And I started thinking about expectations because expectations kind of, they come from the past and they come from the future. So my experience last year at the summit was very transformative. I've mentioned that a couple of times. It kind of launched me into this year that's really been a year of shift for me, a year of stepping into my light and my my power and really starting my own business and doing what I do through coaching and energy work and presenting and music, which has kind of kind of evolved as the year went on. So I have some expectations based on what happened at the last event last year that I was at here in Tucson in person about what might happen at this event. And then expectations also come from the future. So anticipating what's going to happen also kind of creates expectations. So conventional wisdom, I'm going to use air quotes here because I don't find this to be particularly wise and I'm going to explain why I think that, but conventional wisdom tends to tell us that we should let go of our expectations so that we don't get disappointed. I'm sure you've heard somebody say that to you in your lifetime. Oh, if you don't have any expectations, then you won't be disappointed. And that's a really fear-based way of thinking. That's a fear-based viewpoint because language is important. And when you're, you're basically setting yourself up for disappointment because we can't really get rid of expectations. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that, except when we're fully present in the moment. And most of us spend very little time fully present in the moment. That's why I practice meditation. That's why I encourage you to practice with me. There's always a little bit of expectations. And when we're thinking about disappointment, we're kind of setting ourselves up for disappointment. So I wanted to reframe that idea tonight in talking about expectations to what I feel like is a more love-based, a more positive um, viewpoint around expectations. Two weeks ago, I talked about setting our intention for the highest good. And one of the things I said during that show, which I highly encourage you to go back and practice if you did not practice with us that night, because it was a really powerful meditation and there's still time to step into your highest good for the year. I mean, you can do that all the time, but we kind of did it as a, as a setup for the new year. Um, but when I was talking about stepping into the highest good, one of the things I said was that we can't really know our highest good because we're limited by our human form. We're limited by, by our human brains, by our human ego. And the highest good, or what I also sometimes call divine flow, 
is something that's so grand and amazing that we can't really grasp it. We can't really imagine what that is because we are in this sort of limited physical form and that spiritual vastness is just kind of beyond us when we're in these bodies, in these minds. So what I started thinking about um, was that expectations create limitations. And what I mean by that is what if there's an outcome so great that the possibility never even occurred to us just because of what I was just talking about, because there's just something that's so grand and amazing that our mind couldn't even conceptualize that. And we're creating a limitation by having an expectation. So that's a different way to kind of think about the same idea of letting go of expectation. But rather than letting go of expectation because we might get disappointed, which is a very kind of negative way of thinking about it, I'd suggest I would like to release my expectations because there's such an amazing outcome possible that I don't know what it is. So if I can open to my highest good and release my expectations, I can open to that divine flow that will create something for me that's much larger and more fantastic than I could have even imagined myself. So we have kind of a myopic, uh, like a nearsighted view, and sometimes outcomes seem negative to us, but this is really just space opening up. This is what I'm talking about in terms of for your highest good. And my example of this um, for my own personal life is I've talked on this show um, pretty often, and I've written about my history of infertility and recurrent pregnancy loss, which just means I've had a lot of miscarriages. And at the time, especially, all of that seemed very negative to me. It seemed like a very negative outcome. And expectations when it comes to infertility and pregnancy loss are, I mean, it's disappointment over and over and over again when it doesn't work out. But being a couple years removed from most of that, now I can look back and see if I hadn't gone through that, that experience I had that I write about in the introduction of my book, that never would have happened to me. I don't believe that I would have had that huge opening because that came out of that despair I had over the infertility and the miscarriages. So that allowed me to open up to flow because I had nothing left to give from this ego state. I was just out. I was empty. And I went, oh, something, you know, someone help me. I can't live like this anymore. And in that moment, I truly surrendered and I opened to the highest good. And then I had this amazing experience that ended up turning into that process of spiritual integration that I write about in my book that ended up kind of fueling me to get into what I'm doing now. And this whole last year of transformation and leaving diagnostic medical ultrasound and coming fully into this healing holistic practice, getting music into my life in this way that's such a healing, been such a healing experience for me. And I'm going to talk about that more at the Women's Summit. It's just a good example of how something that seemed disappointing because of expectations was really opening space in my life for something even larger to come in, for something that I could never have imagined to to blossom and flow through me when I when I did say yes and open up to my highest good. So we will always have expectations to an extent. I don't think there's anybody alive who doesn't have some level of expectations. And 
And I'm talking tonight a little bit more about expectations in terms of events, but we have expectations of ourselves. We have expectations of other people. I mean, expectations are, are everywhere in our lives. What do we do to lessen that? Because we're never going to get rid of it completely. And my answer to that is to come fully present into the present moment through meditation, through a meditative practice. When we can even just for a moment or several moments, let go of the past, let go of the future and really be in the moment, that's when we can open up and we can let that highest good flow through us and we can release those expectations and we can allow ourselves the gift of opening to that divine vision for our lives that is so much grander than what we could ever come up with on our own. And that's it. That seemed like a quick one, but that's okay because I feel like this meditation tonight is really the focus. There is not as much I want to say, um, but I really want us to get into meditation and really stay in the present as much as we can. And I'm going to give a couple of tips about that because most of the time this will be a guided meditation. We did do a mantra meditation one time where I was completely silent. And that's a great way to step in the present moment. So if you do start getting distracted, if you start feeling like, you know, something's not quite like you're, you start, I just got distracted when I said the word distracted. If you start feeling like your mind is wandering, one of the great things you can, one of the great tools you can use is mantra. So mantra, it just means repeating a phrase. And the phrase I like from Kundalini Yoga that's very simple is Sat Nam. It's S-A-T-N-A-M. It's pronounced Sat Nam. And essentially it means truth and identity. It's about just kind of calling for your true self. And our true self is that divine self that we access when we're in the present moment. So that's a great mantra to use to kind of keep yourself present. I'm also going to use some imagery to kind of help us let go of the past and the future as we get into this meditation. But just notice, again, be gentle with yourself as always. Your mind will start to wander. It's not possible. It's And again, I've used this before, and this is kind of my favorite example of this, but in the movie Ghostbusters, when they're supposed to completely empty their minds because the next thing they think of is going to be the thing that delivers their death, then Ray thinks about the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man because he thinks it's it's something that's not frightening, and then the giant marshmallow man comes. So, so when someone tells you empty your mind, the first thing that happens is that your mind starts chattering. It's just kind of how we work. So be gentle with yourself as your thoughts come up. Try to let them just float by. You can imagine that you're looking at, you know, like a screen or you're watching. Sometimes I like to say you're watching an airplane go by with one of those messages behind it and it just keeps going. So we can't stop our thoughts from happening, but we can stop ourselves from trying to, from grabbing the thoughts. When we grab the thoughts, that's what kind of starts that spiral of thought that we can't let go of. When you watch a thought go by from that observer state and just go, oh, that's interesting. That's kind of what we're going for here. It's not a totally empty mind. It's just that the letting go of that grasping and holding on to, because that's what will pull us into the future or the past, because most of our thoughts are about something that already happened or something that's going to happen. Because in this present moment, nothing is happening. I mean, we're just breathing and being here. There's not really much to think about when you're truly in the present. Anything you think about is really 
what happens in the, you know, even in the meditation, what's she going to say next? That's already a thought about the future. Just do your best. Let go as much as you can. Be gentle with yourself. Use that mantra, Satnam. If you really are having a hard time, that's a good way to get your mind to focus on something. And you just, what I like to do is as you breathe in, you think Sat. And as you breathe out, you think Nam. And so you just keep thinking Sat, Nam, Sat, Nam. And then eventually after you do that for a few minutes and it feels pretty repetitive, then you can try to let that go again and notice if your mind seems like it's less likely to wander around. And it's nice also between, and I've talked about this before, but between the sat and the nam, at the top of your breath, there's a little bit of a break. And then at the bottom of your breath, there's a little bit of a break. So between the two words there in those breaks, you can observe that silence. And that is a present way to, um, a way to be present in that silence, in that moment between the words, even though you're using this kind of exercise to keep your mind engaged so that you don't kind of spiral or I keep doing this because that's how I view thoughts when I get kind of really in my head and I'm I'm really thinking I'm thinking about this conference and it's like okay do I have this do I have this is this ready and the thoughts kind of start going like that so when we come into the present we get grounded in the body we let go of those bouncing thoughts because they'll be there when we're done and we just start focusing on the breath and the body and that's what we're going to do tonight And let's start our meditation with three deep oxytocin breaths. As you exhale with that nice audible ha sound, it vibrates the vagus nerve and that helps to bring us out of that fight, flight, or freeze and into our parasympathetic, our relaxation mode. And take some time tonight to enjoy that breath, to be present in the breath itself. Don't think about what's coming next in the meditation. Just take a nice deep breath in through the nose and then sigh it out. <sighs> Don't re don't introduce that mantra just yet. I'm going to be guiding you, as I usually do, down through the body to get grounded. But as we move along, at any point, if you feel like you'd like to start using that Satnam mantra, go ahead. For now, just settle in your body. Imagine all the thoughts in your mind, all the energy in your body, just settling like ripples on a pond after someone throws a stone in eventually the ripples dissipate and everything becomes still allow the top of your head that crown chakra to gently open you can picture it blooming like a lotus flower and then invite that warm golden healing light of divine flow of divine energy to come in through the top of your head. And tonight, spend a breath or two allowing that relaxing presence to come into your brain, into your mind. Allow that energy 
to flow into your head and scalp, your jaw, let it come into your face. Focusing completely on each part of the body as I say it, don't get ahead of yourself. Let yourself be present, even in this part of the meditation. Allow that golden healing light to flow into your neck and your throat, breathing into any tension in your neck here, sighing it out with that audible sound if it feels good. Letting that golden light of presence to flow into your shoulders now, into your upper arms. Letting it come into your elbows, your forearms, your wrists and hands. Invite that golden light, that calming energy of presence and love to flow into your chest and upper back. Let this energy, let this light, let this love flow into your abdomen, into your mid-back. Let yourself come fully present with this light into your low belly and low back. And take a nice deep breath here drawing that energy through the head and the rest of the torso down into the lower belly and then sighing it out into the hips and the pelvis let your awareness be drawn into the bottom of your torso here into the hips into the tailbone open this area to that divine flow for your highest good and as you're ready, take a nice deep breath, drawing that energy in through the top of the head, in through your torso, your hips and pelvis, and then sighing it out, sending that energy into your thighs toward the knees. Taking another nice deep breath, drawing your energy in through the top of the head, down through the torso and the hips, all the way down the thighs and into the knees, and then sighing it out down the lower legs and feet into the earth. Allowing yourself here to release anything that you've been holding on to, that you're ready to let go of. Just let it be recycled for the highest good. And one more deepest breath now in through your head and your torso, down through the hips and the thighs and the knees, all the way down through the shins and the calves into the ankles, and then sigh that out through the feet and into the earth. Imagine yourself growing roots like a tree down into the earth. Let yourself feel very anchored here Sometimes I like to picture myself as a lighthouse and the base of my lighthouse roots deep into the rocks. And 
let yourself just be present in the body for a moment here. Breathing into any areas of tension. Using that mantra now, Sat Nam, if your mind starts to wander, just settling for a second before we move on. Don't think about the next part of the meditation. Just be present here. Using that mantra sat as you inhale and nam as you exhale if you feel called to. you to imagine now that you're holding a dandelion in your hands and it's a dandelion that is past its flowering stage it's just got the fuzz on it and the fuzz on this dandelion represents the past all of the events of the past day, the past hour, the past week and year, decade, the entire past events of your life, both good and bad, are all sitting in the head of this dandelion. And as you're ready, I want you to blow the past out of your space for just the next few moments. Let it go completely. Let yourself become present here in this moment. Don't think about anything else that happened today. And you can keep using this. You can keep blowing on the dandelion as thoughts come up of the past, pick your dandelion back up and just blow them away again. You could picture it like a trick birthday candle that keeps coming back and just patiently blow it back out again. Focus completely on your image, whether it's a candle or a flower or something else that has come to you. And then as you're ready, you're holding another dandelion or another trick candle, but this time the flame or the flower, the fuzz on the dandelion represents the future. And the future is not known. We can never know the future. It's completely out of our control. So allow yourself to blow the future away for just the next few moments. Thoughts about what you need to do this evening or tomorrow, things that are coming up later this week or next week or next month. Just keep blowing that away, coming back to the present moment.
notice now in the present moment. What does your silence feel like if you're truly in the present? That silence feels peaceful and relaxing. If your silence feels charged with emotion, then decide which dandelion or candle is charging your silence right now, or pick them both up and blow them back out again, and then check back in. As you come into the present moment, you will feel balanced and relaxed. And thoughts may flit by, or feelings, but they will quickly subside as you come back to the present, as you refuse to hold on to them, as you blow them away. Check in with your silence here. Blowing away the past or the future. Coming back to that neutral grounded state of full presence. Using that mantra, Satnam if it helps you to keep your mind from wandering using the imagery of the candle or the dandelion as well if that helps keep your mind from wandering and give your focus completely to whatever you're focused on now whether it is that silent presence or the visual image or the mantra completely focus on it for just a few more moments and reap the benefits long past this time.
as you are ready, affirm out loud if possible with me. I easily release my expectations and open to divine flow. I let go of the past and stand firmly in the present moment. I release the future and remain grounded in the present moment. I allow myself to be open to my highest good releasing my expectations about what that looks like. I am present. Enjoy this silence for the last few moments or use your tool of image or mantra try for just the last few moments here to release a tool if you were using it and just come fully present. For the last moment here, open yourself to joy and bliss and wonder. Step into your waterfall of joy. Open to divine love and flow. Notice that when you're in that state, when you step into joy, you're no longer concerned about the past or the future in that moment as joy flows through you, as bliss flows through you, as divine light flows through you. Let your true identity be full presence in each moment. 
Come back to the present moment as often as you can, releasing the past, releasing expectations from past events, releasing anticipation of future events and the expectations that come with that. Recognize that in true presence, there is no past or future. There are no expectations. If you'd like, you can gently allow that crown chakra to close or keep it open with the intention that you keep it open for the highest good. Draw your awareness back into your head, into your brain, the neck and jaw. Draw your awareness back down the arms into the hands, to the chest and upper back, through the torso, down into the hips and pelvis. Drawing your awareness back down each leg to your knees, down the lower legs to your ankles and feet. Allow that root that you created to remain grounded as you go through the rest of your evening and this week. Staying present for just the last few seconds here. And as you're ready, you can wiggle your toes a little bit, maybe roll your ankles, roll your wrists a bit, move your neck and head around. <sighs> Take one last nice deep breath and sigh it out. And as you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you so much for your presence this evening. Thank you for joining me in releasing expectations, even if it was just for a short time. Feel free to revisit this meditation anytime you like to step back into this present state. And notice before you leave this state, before you leave this meditation completely, check in with yourself and notice how you feel. Notice if your energy or your emotional state has shifted. And don't judge, just notice. Maybe you haven't noticed a difference. I notice that I feel more grounded. I feel more present. I feel less nervous about my presentation that's coming up. I've sort of forgotten about the rest of today and I'm fully here with you. And that in itself is an amazing gift. So thank you for sharing that with me. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful rest of your night and a wonderful rest of your week. And I will see you next week for Wind Down Wednesday. <laughs>